For BYU-Idaho Radio, I'm John Mitzwain, and today on the phone with me, I have Elaine Bean, 7th District Bar President for the Idaho State Bar. Thank you for joining me today, Elaine. Oh, it's my pleasure. So can you tell me a little more about this Citizens Law Academy program and event that you have coming up? You bet. Um, The 7th District, as well as other judicial districts within the state of Idaho, has historically hosted a Citizens Law Academy each year for people to get more familiar with just the laws that are affecting their day-to-day life, the structure of the court, and understand how the judicial system works. It got a little bit derailed during COVID, and so last year was the first year that we had it after COVID. So this is our second year and we're very excited to be able to host that for citizens of the seventh judicial district again. Who are some of the guest presenters that will be at the event? Well, we have a really great lineup of speakers that have agreed to come, some of them traveling from some distance away. Um, We kind of try to make it in a logical order about how laws are made and then how those laws are dealt with within the court system. So our first speaker is Representative Wendy Horman from the House of Representatives, and she's going to talk about how laws are made. And then we're having Administrative District Judge Dane Watkins, as well as Trial Court Administrator Tammy White. They will be talking about basically the structure of the court Um, how things are organized, the different divisions within the court, jurisdiction, things like that. And then um, following them, we will have uh, Judge Molly Husky from the Court of Appeals. She's going to talk about appellate issues. And, you know, when a case goes to trial or resolves, oftentimes that's just the beginning of the next stage of the appellate process that, that a lot of people don't know about. So I'm super excited for her to come and talk about that. Um, Then we will have, from the Idaho Supreme Court, Justice Greg Muller, who used to be the the judge in Madison County, the district judge, and he's going to talk about why we have an adversarial system. So that would be why there's a plaintiff and defendant or petitioner and respondent, and why that is pretty much the best system in the world, in our opinion. Um, And he will also talk about how that process leads to then having a trial by a jury of your peers if the case does eventually end up in trial. We will have Judge Michelle Mallard from the Bonneville County Courts is going to talk about the ins and outs of magistrate court and describe the duties and responsibilities and roles of a magistrate judge within the system. Uh, Curtis Smith and myself will talk about criminal law and Chalice McNally will talk about family law. And so those are our Attorney presenters are all at the end, Curtis, Chalice, and myself. And that's our lineup. In your opinion, what are the top benefits that the general public will receive by attending this event? I've been trained to not give my opinion. (laughs) It's all about the facts, but I will do my best to answer your question. I think for a lot of people out there, as I was a practicing attorney and I sat in the courtroom, sometimes between hearings and just had time to myself, I've often thought that the general public does not necessarily understand what goes on in the courtroom because hopefully 
their lives are never touched by having to be in the courtroom. Because if that happens, very rarely is it happy. If you're in the courtroom for criminal law, you've either done something that, and you're accused of a crime or the victim of a crime, or you witnessed something of a crime, and that's not happy on any account. If it's something like family law or a civil lawsuit, you know, that is often involved with processes of disagreement and trauma. Uh, really, the only happy things that the court does is adoptions. Uh, so I hope that people don't spend a lot of their waking time in the court system. That being said, they should understand because every person out there is a taxpayer, their lives are affected by the laws that are made and how those laws are enforced because it costs money to run the court system. So it's important for everyone to understand that just because they have a vested interest as a taxpayer, their life may be touched by it, like I said, and so to know what their rights are and what the process is and what to expect is always a good thing. Um, and I think that there's so many media portrayals of life in the courts and, you know, movies or TV shows or documentaries about things that it's probably good to just be able to ferret out what is real and what is Hollywood in a scenario. So I think those are all good reasons why someone could benefit from attending the class. What would be the next step for someone who attends the Citizens Law Academy event and is interested in furthering their education in law? If we had someone attend the class who was further interested in law, it could spur them to pursue law in a formalized education program. A lot of the people that we had attend our last class were not really candidates for law school by their own life design, uh, but they were interested in being more vocal um, at, you know, in their city government or something like that, or they just wanted to be informed. So they were increasing their general knowledge base. So I would say it's not a requirement that they go and further their education in any way, but if they wanted to, they could either do that formally through getting a bachelor's degree and then law school, or just going to more programs like this that maybe were offered at community colleges or BYU-Idaho. Will there be a certificate or completion once the um, people who attend the program finish? There will be for this year's group. Unfortunately, last year we didn't have those, but this year we'll get a certificate of completion as well as some other swag that I uh, will leave to the surprise of those who attend. I think you're touching on this a little bit earlier, but how many years have um, the district offered a program like this to the public? So I'm not sure how long the 7th Judicial District has done it, but the bar started the program as something that was available to be done in 2008. Before and after the event, how can the public find out more information? If they want to learn more about the program generally, they could go to the Idaho State Bar website, which is isb.idaho.gov. And then there is a link to law-related education along the top, and you would just choose Citizens Law Academy. It, if you wanted to apply for this year's Citizens Law Academy, then you could 
reach out to the bar officers at the following email address, 7thdba.idaho at gmail.com. So that would be the number 7, T-H, D as in dog, B as in boy, A as in apple, dot Idaho at gmail.com. I can email you back more information and an application. Will there be another Citizens Law Academy program or event like this before the year's end? No, we do it once a year. So there would be another one in fall of 2024. And once again, can you just give me that location and time of the um, event? You bet. The class is going to be held at the Bonneville County Courthouse, and it's from 6 to 8 generally. And we say generally because it could go shorter, it could go longer, uh, just depending on each presenter's materials. Awesome. Well, that's all the questions I have for you today, Elaine. Is there any other messages you'd like to give to the public or community hearing this interview? We would just like to fill up every available slot because we're so excited about those who are coming to present and the information that they have is so valuable for those in our community. So we're hoping we get a lot of applications and have a very successful Citizens Law Academy for 2023. Well, thank you for your time and the information about the Citizens Law Academy coming up. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Have such a great day.